Thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Noel Kirst, and I'm joined by my lifelong friends, Keith Abbott and Steve McKelkey. On this podcast, we look at the greatest events that have happened since 1970 to the present. This is a special episode that we're going to be doing intermittently. We have all of our episodes tied up with certain years, uh, at least to date. We've been focusing on 1984. And what we thought we would do is between the first couple of years that we're going to be focusing on, we're going to do a get to know you episode where we are going to be interviewing each other on not just personal life at all. We, we want to talk about why we're passionate about this podcast and some of the events that led up to why we think this is such a neat story to tell. So the first episode we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing an interview with Noel. So Steve and I are going to be interviewing Noel about some of these events that happened over his lifetime. And what we want to just ask him some random questions just to see kind of what his passion was behind each event. So with that, Noel, are you ready? Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm happy to be... I'm, <laughs> Happy to be the guinea pig in this new format. So yeah, fire away, guys. Kind of reminds me of the canoe event, right, Steve? <laughs> I, I got you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in 1996, <laughs> we'll tell that story whenever that year comes. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so so anyway, okay. So I, I'll I'll go first, and then Steve, you can ask the next question. All right, sure. you ready, Noel? Yeah. Okay, you ready, Steve? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so here you go. Here's the first question for you, Noel. When you think of a significant events over your lifetime, what's the first event you think of? Oh man. You know, I think of like personal events like um meeting my wife. You know, like the, those are the, those are the things that that stick out in my mind the most. Like they're personal events not necessarily tied to like uh world events uh or things like that. Um I mean there's plenty of world events that stick out in my mind like I remember the 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 um, the Challenger blowing up in 1986. Like I remember where I was when I when I heard the news. I remember that night uh, where I was um, when I kind where of reflected. I well, so in 1986, I was a uh, I was in fifth grade, and and we were walking over to the um, we're walking over to the cafeteria to eat lunch, and somebody said, "Hey, I heard the." the challenger exploded and I heard the space shuttle blew up and everybody's kind of laughing. Like, no, that doesn't, I mean, no, you need to check your sources, dude. Like that doesn't, I mean, that just doesn't happen. So, uh, nobody believed it. Well, we were making jokes about it too. Like, uh, you know, I won't repeat some of the jokes we made because we were stupid and imbeciles, but we were making jokes about it because it seemed like so improbable. And then it turned out it was actually real. And um, I remember for the first time seeing that explosion uh, on the front of Newsweek magazine, my brother had a subscription to Newsweek magazine. I remember seeing that and going, Oh my gosh, like yeah, they're in middle, in the middle of this big like fireball are seven people that um, moms and dads, you know, that, um, didn't expect to die like that day. Right. Right. And in such a public way too, like their families were watching this, the nation was watching this. Um, what a horrible way to go. But, um, that, that whole event, um, really stands out in my mind is one of those moments that, um, you know, I just kind of became fascinated with space, uh, and, the risk that those people, men and women are taken to explore space and go where, um, you know, 
really were not equipped to go into space, but willing to go and do that and willing to take those risks on behalf of the country um, was really a thing of, of bravery. And um, I really began to really appreciate um, NASA and everything that it stands for. Um, on January 28th, 1986, and I'll never forget that day. It's funny that you brought the Challenger up, Noel, because when I first wrote that question, the first thing I said was, where were you the day the Challenger event happened? And yeah. so, thought, well, that's too narrow. So then I went into a bigger, what was it? What's the significant? So it's funny that you drilled down to what I'm back to that anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Noel, as a, as a former baseball player and, and, um, you know, fan of sports in general, when you think, think about your favorite sports memories, which one first comes to mind? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, I mean, again, I, I go back to the, 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 the personal sports events, like for example, um, my senior year, uh, I was the, the starting pitcher for my baseball team, high school baseball team. And I threw a one hitter against China spring, which was like, China Spring was like the New York Yankees of our district. I mean, like you just didn't know, you didn't one hit China Spring Cougars, like they're the best. And uh, the fact that it did that um, was was one of those moments that was very, it's, I, I still to this day, like think about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's sort of, the, like when you think of sports moments, that's the first one that pops to my mind. Um, the other one <laughs> would be like, uh gosh, and I regret this because I think this actually was, it was the Zach Thomas interception. Uh, when he he intercepted the pass against, uh, uh, Corey Pulig of, uh, Texas A&M. And, and I, the, the only regret I have about that situation, the whole thing was I didn't see it happen. I was in the stands, but I was at that moment, like putting my head between like, my hands like, Oh my gosh, I can't watch this. We're going to lose this game. It was such a hotly contested game against once a, a bitter rival. And for one split moment, I put my head down in my hands. Like I can't watch this next play. Oh, and no. That was the, that was the play that Zach Thomas intercepted that pass and iconic moment. If you're a tech fan, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't see it. So, um, <laughs> I've regretted, right. I've regretted that for not seeing it live, but oh, um, that's, that's, that's a moment that stands out in my mind sports, uh, for, you know, looking back over the years. That's an awesome two yeah. good memories there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Here's, here's sure. a quick, quick one. What's your favorite yep. childhood movie? Um, I think back to the future is probably my, one of my, probably my favorite. Solid. Um, I remember when I saw it, I was with my dad and my, and my younger brother, Damon. Um, we were in the uh, theater in Waco, Texas and, uh, watched that. And I had never, I was like mind blown, um, at the whole thing. Just, uh, uh, it was such a, it was one of those moments that you just remember, you know, um, I remember when I first saw Jet, uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, <laughs> I remember when we saw Return of the Jedi for the first time too. Um, my brother was Damon was probably I think like four or five years old, and I was telling Damon because in the theater that we went to in Waco, they had like this curtain that covered the screen. This is way back, you know. I don't know how many years what, what year that that the Return of the Jedi came out, but the theater was or the the screen was covered by a curtain, and I remember telling my brother like, "Hey." Um, 
Princess Leia is taking a shower. And when they when they pull back the curtains, you're gonna see her in the shower. He did not want to see that. He was freaked out by that. Like, I don't want to see Princess Leia in the shower. And he was like scared to death. Like, I don't know why he was scared, but he was scared to death of that. That's and funny. we were just joshing with him. I mean, I was his older brother, so we were just like poking at him and stuff. Anyway, he totally freaked out that we were gonna see Princess Leia in the shower whenever they pull the curtains back. And so when they pulled the curtains back, it was like this big moment when, of course, nothing happened. They just started playing the previews. But Damon thought the end of the world was about to happen. But That's I hilarious. remember that moment, too. But anyway. some of Steve's wife's curtains featured. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't like uh, velour curtain, oh, curtains, by the way. No, yeah. never mind. They yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Noel, what was your first car? I had a 1979 Honda Accord. It was silver, and uh, it was a it was a stick shift um, 1979 Accord. We called it the Silver Bullet. And um, yeah, I mean, all, back in the day, even today, I still have have nicknames for my cars. But uh, back then, that was the that was the Silver Bullet. But yeah, that was my first car. Nice. Okay, so if you could go back in time and have one toy from your childhood again, what would that toy be? Oh man. Um, it was, I was a, um, I can't remember what Christmas it was. Uh, but I I definitely was like a single digit type age, like seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there. Um, my parents gave me a Bigfoot or Bigfoot. Um, is that right? Was that that truck? Yeah. The, the truck, it was, it was a remote remote control car. It was a remote control truck. And it was the Bigfoot blue Ford truck, man. And that thing was awesome. It had not only like a, um, like you could put it at speed, but it had like a turbo. And when you get in the turbo, dude, bro, like game on, like it's, you know, you're, 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 you're pushing three or four miles an hour at that point when you hit turbo (laughs) and, uh, it was legit, man. It would drive over anything. I remember running over my brother's, uh, um, GI Joe's and stuff like that to piss him off, but I didn't care because right. I was his older brother and could beat him up. But um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that car, uh, it had a two wheel drive and a four wheel drive mode. So you could put it in four wheel drive, but it drained the batteries a lot more because it was having to spread four wheels instead mm-hmm. of two. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a toy I wish I could have back. And for our listeners. So that was probably the start of when we all, moved to Houston together <laughs> in the late nineties. We all went out and bought those cars. Remember that okay. we bought these. Yes, I do. Were they Traxxas or what were they were like really yes. good, high quality, yeah. Yeah. like, like racing type vehicles. Those yeah. things were fantastic to this day. They I were, man. You had to yep. assemble them. There was, there was no taking them out of the box. You had yeah. to, no, you had to put that together, paint the shell. I remember all that, that was fun. Thing yeah. drove, yeah. Those things drove like 60, 50, 60 miles an hour. Man. Like, yeah, legit. Yeah, they legit were cars. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying three, four miles an hour. I kind of giggled. I'm like, yeah. oh, look, they come <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm sure this one will bring back memories for you, Noel. What's your favorite childhood family vacation? Hmm. Well, we <laughs> we didn't take a lot of childhood vacations uh, when I was growing up, but we did. We brought definitely my favorite. Um, which I still go back to today is my, my aunt and uncle uh, owned a resort in uh, Almont, Colorado. It's in the Taylor reservoir, Taylor um, Canyon. 
which is near kind of Crested Butte, Gunnison, um, uh, in, in Colorado and just absolutely gorgeous. And they, they had their resort and, uh, we would go up there every summer and, uh, spend, you know, one or two weeks just staying in their cabin. Uh, we'd go to the clubhouse every night and play games and, uh, watch movies. They had this, um, the real big laser, um, I don't know, the, the, the y'all can't laser see discs. It on the, yeah, the laser disc. I remember yeah. those. They had a laser disc player. So you played a laser. It was kind of like a big like DVD and it had like half a movie on side one. And then it like it would tell you halfway through, like flip mm-hmm. the side two and you flip remember it over that. to side two. We used to watch like um, uh, some of the old, like old movies, like um, Never Ending Story. Oh, wow. Um, we used to watch the uh, Robert Redford, the baseball movie. Why am I natural. The Natural. Yeah, we used to watch The Natural and stuff, but they had that down there. They had a Miss Pac-Man down in the clubhouse. And I, <laughs> and I would play Miss Pac-Man until I literally like had like blisters on my hand from the joystick. <laughs> like, dude, I played that game a lot, That's but awesome. that was, and we would go fishing and, and, uh, the weather was always like cool, uh, up there at night. And, uh, we were leaving, we were leaving Texas when it's like not cool ever. Uh, but in, in Colorado, it was certainly cool at night and stuff, but that, that's one of my favorite memories was, was going up there. Childhood memories, childhood vacation memories was going awesome. there, but, um, yeah, good, good stuff fun memory there what's yeah. the first cd you ever bought uh journey was my first cd that i ever bought um which one escape or no um their greatest hits i oh, think yeah, was a, such a greatest hits album and uh so the my i, I worked at a uh i was I, it was probably a violation of child labor laws i'm sure because i think it was like <laughs> 14 or 15 when i got my first job and i was like cleaning gas pumps and cleaning a um, gas station, uh, bathroom was my first job that I ever had. And I saved all the money that I got from that job and bought a CD player that I saw in a target ad. And, um, that from that, then I joined the, <laughs> who didn't, I joined the Columbia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it had, it had like 20 CDs sent to me for a penny. I'm like, well, who wouldn't do who this? Wouldn't do that. Yeah. But then I realized it was a scam. But anyway, uh, but yeah, Journey Journey was the first CD I ever bought. And man, I played the hell out of that thing too, man. So I remember working in the office at Tech. I was one of the office assistants in one of the dorms. And the amount of people who got Columbia House CDs was oh, unreal. Man. I can't imagine. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. A good one. That's a good CD to start. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Um, so it was prime time in the eighties. What show are you turning on the TV to watch? Cosby show. Cosby show. Wow. Yeah. I, I, um, in prime time was Cosby show. I watched that every Thursday night. Um, loved it. Uh, one of my teachers back in the day, uh, Ms. Zulke, uh, was a big, like we, it came on on Thursday night and on Friday she would always like, we'd always talk about it in class and stuff. So it kind of felt like it was like cool. almost like a quasi like homework assignment that I had to watch it. So I knew what to talk to Ms. Zulke about on Friday, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was my go-to prime time. Now during the day in the like four o'clock and four thirty, four o'clock was GI Joe. And then four thirty was Brady bunch. And oh, yeah. I never missed an episode of either. And then five o'clock, the little house in the prairie came on and it sucked. <laughs> like 
just get it out of there. Get get it out. So never watch that. That's yeah. funny. If you were going to look the coolest in your school, what's the first item of clothes you're putting on? Uh, cape of shoes. You know, like the. Absolutely. You know, I knew the, that was going to be it. Yeah. The cape of shoes you had to have. Um, and then uh, you had to have polo, like the green. Remember like the green? Okay. Yes. So oh, yeah. we were at gold top. Yeah. Like, like a month ago, uh, Tyler and I, my son and I were in um, Ulta with my daughter, obviously. And they had a uh, polo green. So, yeah, no, dude, trust me. <laughs> uh, but had polo green and I, and I sprayed it for him. I said, this is what everybody in my high, in my junior high school, like, this is what we all smelled like. And he smelled, he's like, dad, that stinks. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> compared to the stuff we have today, yeah, it was pretty rough. But that's how you um, got the chicks, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely, man. Going, so. Polo green, bro. That's great. Yeah. 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 So, hey, Noel, thanks for uh, uh, giving us some time to introduce you a little bit deeper with, with our audience. And, you know, that's something we want to do to, to just make a little bit better connection with the show host and our audience and, and, and what we're all about and sort of help you identify why we have this passion behind the Wayback Chronicles. So, uh, Noel, thanks a lot. Yeah, man. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next time. Take care. Thanks, everybody. for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.